It's that time again to get your Yule Logs! <laughs> it's time for another episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast with your host, Steve-O and Anna! <laughs> Thank you, Crypt Keeper. Uh, we are He's back with a such brand- a spaz. I love him. Yeah. <coughs> <coughs> it fucking ruins my voice. Um... Is Welcome that... to an all-new episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast. That's a weird pull. What is? Oh, I just jumped to a different song. Okay, oh. yeah, no. It, like, okay, so I have the song. I put the playlist on, and then I minimize the music. Spoilers, people. This is all behind-the-scene bullshit before we actually get to the show. No, the next track after that track was uh, The Princess Diaries, The Score. What? Yeah. <laughs> First off, never once watched those movies. Uh, nothing like against them, just haven't sat down and watched them. Yeah. Uh, probably never even thought about like any good songs in that soundtrack, but <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, John uh, Debon, uh, Debony, yeah, John Debony, uh, looks like he's the one who did that. So, um, oh, good for uh, him. A new Maya is the song called. And, uh, Mia. Oh, see? Never seen it. <laughs> but yeah, now that like yeah, you're really not missing much. Like the the movies are okay, but they're Which, not like. Do you know what's really funny? They're planning on a third one now Ugh. because of all. Basically, okay, so I haven't talked about this, and this is like not the subject to talk about it because <laughs> uh, we're on B Horrorcast or whatnot. This is actually probably like a socially awkward thing. But I thought about it, and I I actually want to know other people's opinion on this. I might ask it again at um. Socially awkward. Socially awkward or whatnot. But, um, and this is like not even trying to be insulting because I know they've put out some good stuff, but Disney Plus to me is literally the new um, direct to video. Mm. Like, there's a lot of movies. Like, let's be honest, Hocus Pocus 2 probably could have been a full length, like, motion <clears throat> picture in theaters, but instead they're like, now nah, we'll just throw it on Plus. Like, it's oh, yeah, like, I still haven't watched that. <laughs> neither have I. So. Yeah. But nothing, like, I'm just saying, like, and I'm sure the movies are fine and everything. That Like, I've seen a couple of great, like, movies on Disney+. Plus. I was like, and they probably would be, like, theater-worthy. They just end up on they Disney+. Just throw, Plus. Like, yeah, but I remember that. You'd you'd be watching, like, Lady and the Tramp. It's, like, theatrical, VHS, finally. Yeah, that's how long ago it was, people. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's like, Lady and the Trap 2. It's all, like, right to direct video. And you're like, why? <laughs> yeah. And then you watch it and you go, oh. oh. Yeah. Jafar for or uh, Aladdin for Jafar, Jafar may need glasses. glasses. <laughs> like, no, yeah, that's definitely like. No, the bottle was just shaking a lot, and I uh, didn't like uh, it, it being that close to my um, PC. No, that's good. Um, you mean your or Mac? my Mac? Mac. Be a nerd. Anyways, uh, so we are back. So that was just my tangent on Disney movie. Again, you come for poor horror podcasts, <laughs> and I don't know if we even deliver that anymore. I think we just go off on our own tangents, yeah. and then we're like, "Oh, that's right, we watched a movie. Let's talk about it." <laughs> um, but anyways, um, so I'm Steve-O. and I'm Anna, and we are kicking off the holiday season. Uh, uh, with the movie that we're watching this week, now don't uh, <clears throat> don't uh, worry. We will not spoil it until the end. We'll give you fair warning when we're going to do it and everything like that. But the movie we watched this week was uh, the nineteen seventy six original Black Christmas. I believe it's nineteen seventy six. Uh, no, nineteen seventy four. I was yeah. off by two. I keep doing that now. See, I I'm not. I, I threw you off. I'm sorry. I'm it's just, my fault. I'm just not. Uh, I just can't remember things anymore. I'm dying, people. So probably that. just not smoking enough weed. I don't know. Well, I'm not high yet, so maybe that's why. Maybe that's why the show is going pretty well. So you think that you can remember stuff, but things go off the rails whenever you smoke? Yeah, because then my mind goes to other tangents where I'm like, you know, what also, you know what also came out in 1974? Blah 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 blah. So this movie actually <laughs> came out. Um, <coughs> no, that's where I confused it with because I believe it was 19. So this year, this movie came out. Um, before the 1978's Halloween, oh, which yeah. John Carpenter does talk about this movie being kind of an inspiration to the Halloween movie, um, you know, where it's like you don't really know who the killer is. Um, so him to work around that, uh, they obviously. Wait, did I say John Carpenter? Right? Yes. Okay. I yeah. wanted to make sure I said, no, wait, is it John Carpenter or is it, who's the other one? Uh, Wes Craven. Okay, so I am right. Never mind. Wes yeah. Craven was Freddy Krueger. Sorry. <laughs> now, see, now I'm like, this is the tangent, so we're ready. Uh, how much TL? 
TLC. How much THC? <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Anna, take over. How was your week? <laughs> My week was not bad until, like, yesterday. I got basically punched in the stomach by my womanhood so this has been awesome um but other than that um but yeah it's been pretty good nothing too exciting just working away ordering christmas gifts wrapping them and yeah waiting for the holiday season to be over with because this whole this whole month is going to be totally exhausting Excuse me. Um, Well, I was going to say, speaking of, yeah, that, um, so don't get me wrong. I like the holiday season. I like, you know, the lights coming out, all this kind of fun stuff, people doing their things, stuff like that. But then you realize you have a bunch of friends that like to go out and do shit. And COVID had ruined me and not in like a bad way. I mean, like COVID showed me, oh, I don't need people to be happy. I can just (laughs) be home and not worry about it. And now I just hate the human race. So. And so plus, now, like, I hate now driving now, yeah, too. Yeah, now, yeah, I hate driving now, especially now with all the fucking snowbirds back. Yes. Um, but, uh, <clears throat> but yeah, to, to talk about that is, like, yeah, we, it's like, I think we have something going on every weekend up until the holiday seasons, pretty much. And then, like, honestly, yeah. I think the next... Our next free weekend is going to be the first week of uh, January. Like we are booked solid. Yeah, and the funny <laughs> part is, is what I just realized is I get a, I get another day off in in January, so basically my norm my week goes back to normal when I finally get another three day weekend, basically. Oh yeah. Because I get uh, Martin Luther King birthdays off. Oh, nice. But yeah, but other than that, yeah. So we're gonna be nonstop. So honestly, I'm happy that we're doing this episode now because I don't know how busy everything's gonna get um so we'll try to we'll try to keep uh doing movie reviews up until the holiday season and stuff like that um so yeah we might try to (laughs) knock out two in a row um just so then we can have some stuff to drop but that's uh but we'll see what happens but yeah so this might be I, i would say this this could be our last episode of the year but we'll we'll see if we can get at least like two more out so yeah um well, we'll see what happens. But yes, we uh, we watched that uh, Black Christmas, uh, which was really funny, actually. So we went hardcore into horror movies all throughout the month of October. Like we watched, I, I believe we watched a horror movie every single day, if not two a night or something like that. Yeah. But um, yeah, there was a couple like multiple features like on the weekends and stuff. Yeah. So fun. we we did that. And then right afterwards, November, we did still watch some horror movies. So because we actually had reviews and stuff like that. But we ended up just falling down a pitfall of just comedies like we yeah. just went from one spectro to another so we were watching like uh mel brooks films i finally got to see the film high anxiety uh really enjoyed that uh if you're if you're a fan of alfred hitchcock and a fan of uh, mel brooks i highly recommend that one um i almost feel like i want to do a a month of slapstick uh, horror movie comedies Ooh. and then we could talk about like scream we could talk about uh you know um Dracula didn't loving it. We can talk about Young Frankenstein, high anxiety, like just like go into like a couple of things yeah. and and maybe do that. That might be a fun. Actually, that would actually be funny for I think April Fool's horror movie because it really isn't yeah. too many April. I think there's one movie called April Fool's Day or something like that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> But anyways, again, we like to talk. Uh, the reason why we talk shop and let you guys in the loop and everything like that because I don't put together a show. I haven't put together a show <laughs> in a bunch of years. Uh, I used to put together shows. I used to have notes. I used to be organized. I used to have stuff I wanted to talk about. But now it's just it's just a fucking free for all. So get ready for the f bombs <clears throat> and me getting frustrated on names I can't pronounce. Um, we also um, I suggested, and if anyone feels like giving us their input, they probably won't, and that's fine and all. But I figured I'd let y'all know. Uh, well, I think we. Um, oh, no, I was gonna say anna if they wanted to give their input where could they contact us well they can email us at not another at gmail.com they can also reach out to us on our facebook page which is facebook facebook.com backslash not another or we do have a twitter account which is just uh behorrorcast i believe at behorrorcast at behorrorcast and then that's also our instagram as well um okay. i haven't posted anything i may post some stuff this uh, holiday season trying to find some stuff but yeah usually usually around this time of year we try to watch a christmas movie i know we've watched um <clears throat> it actually came up at uh work the other day the christmas anthology that we watched where it was like uh 
William, I can't remember the name of it, but I think I might just be. Christmas. Oh yeah, William Shatner. Yeah, William Shatner's like the book ends. You know, yeah. like he's in the beginning doing a radio show, and then it and goes. And it has into a dude like, that looks a lot like <laughs> Hopper from Stranger Things playing Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, which I'm wondering if that was the inspiration for the new movie that just came out. Right, I'm curious um, too, and I really want to see it. But yeah, like that one has a really like has some really interesting stories because it has, yeah it has the Chainling. Uh, it has the Changeling. It has Krampus. It has uh, like a couple other like actual like kind of deep cuts for just like horror stuff and i really enjoyed that one that one was a lot of fun no yeah but um, yeah i think it was called christmas horror story but I could yeah be. i think that is uh, it. we saw it on netflix i'm not sure we're streaming but it actually came up at work one day like someone was trying to remember what it was i'm like is that the one with william shatner with the bookends and the guy's like yeah william shatner and i'm like is it uh, and then we were like talking about it and he was like oh i've seen i'm like remember watching it absolutely loving it and then just forgetting about it and then we did one year we did krampus because um, that was fun. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. But uh, yeah, so this year for the first time oh, ever. Oh yeah, and we also oh. did. Oh sorry, I just no, remembered. Didn't we do Rare Exports one year? I talked about that one. Yeah, Ra- yeah. Rare Exports, I believe, is a Swedish film, uh, which is so weird because okay, so they always seem to do a remake, or I'm not sure if it's a remake or an Air- American or uh, basically United, an Ameri- like yeah. an American version where they basically because it's almost like beat for beat. Yeah, uh, most of these movies have that, but I'm surprised no one has ever done Rare Exports because I feel like that's a movie that. Um, if you haven't seen it, great Christmas horror film, just so fucking good. fantastic. Like went in a direction that I never. I was just like, holy crap! Actually, the funny part: watching Rare Exports made me remember like the. There's an episode of American Dad where Santa is trying to raise like you know, oh, yeah. Gilgamesh or something like that. Or uh, <clears throat> is the tale of Gilgamesh? He's trying to raise. I can't remember the car- the the thing's name. But yeah, it's like he's got like the two crystals for eyes and like, yeah. And then it was, uh, but it reminded me like Bitterman's version. And I, and I know, yeah, Bitterman's, yeah. Bitterman's a hack. Um, <laughs> it had, uh, but what I loved about that, it reminded me of Rare Exports because I'm like, oh, well, this came out after that movie. So I, I'm not sure if this was like a, like a, oh, almost like been. a, just cause like how that, but yeah, so that's a good one. I know we reviewed it. Uh, go back and listen to it. Uh, it's probably due for a rewatch cause yeah. I do, but yeah, it's always fun to find at least some horror films during the holiday season. So this is a movie that I haven't seen in a long time and it really did show because I was like, holy crap, I don't remember all this like actual like buildup and stuff like yeah. that. But the movie, uh, we're not getting into the review yet, but I just want to let people know it was the, the original uh, night, uh, uh, Black, Black Christmas. Christmas. Now, what I wanted to talk about was they did do a remake in 2006 and it came out on Christmas Day. Um, <clears throat> did not do well. Uh, I think it got like a 14% on Rotten Tomatoes and people and a lot of people oh. were like but I think they basically did exactly what that movie did. The only thing I saw that they changed was they actually kind of gave a backstory to the murderer because I, I want to ask you when the, when we talk about when we get if you can remember this I'll try to remember but when we review the the original movie did the murderer have a name? Okay. Um but in this one, they gave him, it, it said, like, his name. And I'm like, okay. And then it basically talked about, like, he was an escape murderer. Um, and For he, the 2006 version. Yeah, 2006 version. That's what I was saying. That's what I was yeah. surprised. Because in the original, there's really no backstory to this killer. So that's why I thought was kind of interesting. In 2006, they decided, let's make him a well-rounded character, apparently. Um, but they made him, like, he's an escape, you know, mental patient, basically, or a serial re- killer or whatnot. Yeah. He goes back to his family home, and already you're like, well, this just sounds like Halloween. Yeah, that was my, that was my first comment. I was like, this just sounds and like then, they're doing Halloween. And, and, you're like, right? Yeah, and then he just goes and murders everybody and stuff like that. Okay, so uh, they gave him a name in, in the <clears> actual <throat> remake. And now I know there was another remake that Blumhouse did. And I should have looked it up, but I didn't because I don't know when it came out. I want to say maybe 2018, maybe 2019. Um, I know it was right before the pandemic and everything like that. But they made another Black Christmas, and then they decided to go, hey, remember what you liked about Now, don't get me wrong. I don't mind when you want to take liberties and you want to make something brand new, get a new audience and stuff like that. But I felt the direction that they went with them. And, the, and this is the thing. I have not seen the movie. So I don't know how actually well it is and stuff like that. But the problem I had with it is I felt they gave away too much in the trailer. The trailer, oh, yeah. they the, the trailer right off the bat, they're like, okay, a girl gets murdered. You're like, okay, that's fucked up. Okay, it looks like like she got murdered out in the snow. Like in, in my head, I'm like, oh, is that the, the first 
woman yeah. that gets, you know, the, the body they first find, you know, kind of thing. And you're like, okay, cool, interesting. And then all of a sudden you find out it's like a fraternity house that just goes out every Christmas and murders sorority chicks. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> no. Okay. I Now you're just, basically what I felt like they did, they took it and made it Hunger Games for college kids, which was literally Hunger Games. Yeah. Like, I... Because, like, don't get me wrong, I know the women, because, and then in the trailer, you're like, all the women then are like, fuck you, we're going to fight back. And they're like, okay, now is this really, they could have, they literally could have taken this concept and just called it Red Christmas at that point. Yeah. If it was just going to be a free-for-all, like, battle royale between the sororities. Yeah. Ten times better movie, like, in my head. Like, you shouldn't have even called it Black Christmas. Yeah, you could have called it anything else, and it would have been fine. It probably would have been fine. Uh, But, yeah. It's, it's like, sort of like the Halloween 3 thing. Call it anything else, and it would have been fine. Yeah, you could have literally just called it Season of the Witch, and people have been like, that's a fucked up movie. Mm-hmm. But th- but then it was also but then I th- I think they felt like like oh they had Halloween playing on I'm like I think we would have just accepted that as an homage to like yeah what Halloween or he, did or that could have been like basically the first time whenever they're like oh we're going to build a series of movies that are technically unrelated but they're all in the same universe yeah it could like, have been something like that um <clears throat> or instead of calling it Halloween three you could have said Halloween presents and Ooh, then you could have just yeah. died. oh man God. So many different ways I could have done that. Anyways. But um, but, Oh, yeah. So getting back to my... uh, Sorry, we kind of went off on a tangent, but what I was going to say is email us, uh, tweet us, or Facebook message us, because I was actually thinking of doing a month of just calling it the movies that scarred us, (laughs) because we were talking about, like, movie... Like, I remember, like, there's several, like, horror movies that I've watched that like still stick in my head to this day because I watched them whenever I was a child and now I'm like, okay, now I know it's not scary, but... Does it like, still hold its same effect? Well, that's like what I've been doing but it, now. Like, yeah, is it still scary? I, like, what do you remember? What was the scene that terrified you as a kid? Like, I like How that. do you f- approach movie, that now? The movies that scarred us. Except yeah. though, most of mine that have scarred me, I'm like over it now because like... Well, yeah, but I mean, like you can still have no, that no, conversation like, I mean, factor. I mean, like it's not one of those things where like I, like, I want to dive deep actually into that for me where what's a movie that I've only seen once and have not seen it since mm. and does mm-hmm. it still have its effect on it? And, so, and that's actually what I've been doing with a thing that I should be starting to do, but I don't know how to do I think I need, like, a, a Patreon to do it just because <laughs> I feel like... It, uh, not because I want people to pay me. It's the only way I can get away with it, where I literally talk about a movie that I saw when I was young, then I go and rewatch that movie, get totally blitzed out of my mind, and then I come back, uh, uh, like, stoned in my head, and then I come back and I go, does it still hold up? Did, did, did this substance make it better and stuff like that? So, speaking of which, I saw a lot of comedies that I haven't seen... Uh, stoned as fuck and grandma's boy uh is 10 times even better than oh, i remember such a good movie. and then we just watched uh harold and kumar and go to white castle go to yeah. white castle the first one and i forgot how actually like good not only did i remember like oh wow this is really fucking good but i forgot a lot all the fucking cameos do yourself a favor and you don't have to go and go watch these movies but just <laughs> If you want to watch them, go ahead. But I'm not. I'm not going to hold it against you. I figure most people can just Google this stuff now. Just check out all the cameos in every single one of those movies. Because now in my headspace, there's other cameos that are showing up in the second one that I'm all like, oh fuck. But the second one, not as good as the first one. Yeah. I feel like I feel like it's a trilogy. You did the first one, did the the second one, and then the third one was a Christmas one. I feel like it goes first Christmas, and then you know number the, two. Number yeah. two. Um, but watch it out. Like, I mean, nothing against myself. I mean, like I said, there's still stuff that I quote from the second one that I thought was just fucking genius. Um, but uh, and then the first one is just like, or the the Christmas one is just is just a fun Christmas film. So that's another thing. Of course, on my list for comedies is also you know Christmas Vacation. Yeah, um, is always a must to watch and stuff like that. But yeah, we we watched a couple of uh, actually the funny part is we watched a couple of uh, holiday movies. We checked out the movie Spirited. Oh, that was really good, yeah. And that was really good. It was a musical. Uh, I say it's on Apple TV, I think, or whatnot. Yes. I think it also is in theaters or whatnot. But, yeah, give that one a shot if you if you like Ryan Reynolds and all oh. that kind of stuff. But, yeah. Also, um, if you... So, this is obviously a tangent off of horror movies, but if... No, go ahead. I'm trying to get back to that. I just remember, realized I'm talking about comedies and... Uh, no, you're good. So, apparently, there is an app for Christmas movies, and it's called Christmas Plus. Um... Apparently somebody was like, I love how this girl goes, and it doesn't suck. That's the important part. It's like, 
okay. <laughs> so we're, I'll have to check that out at some point. But yeah, if you're a fan of Christmas movies, definitely go and look up, or look up Christmas Plus. I'm not sure if you need a subscription or if it's free. Um, I literally just heard about this like a couple days ago through like a group chat that oh. I'm a part of. Um, That's what I wanted to say because you were talking about the movies that scarred us doing yes. lots of that. But um, like we said, email us and all that kind of stuff because I yeah. do I do want to do a, a month of the f- fan favorites yes. where I want fans to recommend in, recommend movies to us. Uh, preferably ones we haven't seen before or maybe mm-hmm. I, one I watched and I haven't seen in like ages or anything like that and then basically you write in tell us what you liked about the movie and then we'll watch the movie then we'll talk about it and then at the end we can read like what who wrote in and everything like that so that's if we get people I highly doubt it will happen but I would like to do a fan favorite month um, yeah please reach out to us because that would be so much fun to do like I would love to see because like that that's what I love I about I'd like having it conversations. Now and yeah. then pick a month next year to do it. So if people are all like, "Oh, you didn't give us much notice," I'm like, "I've been talking about it since December." Yeah, uh, but yeah, that's what I really love about like. Uh, Might kick my butt into gear with more social media going like, "Hey, we're still looking for fan favorite stuff." <laughs> yeah, that's true. But yeah, that's what I love about like having just like conversations with random people at bars because we had that really great conversation with the wom- that woman and her daughter well, yeah, about we just horror got movies. That was so much movies. fun. Yeah. And it's always really fun to like talk to people and then go, oh no, I haven't seen that, or no, I've never even heard of that. And so then you actually like you kind of get out of your own like little yeah. horror bubble, and you start like you can seeing, introduce like, to new like, things yeah. and stuff like that. And then um, you introduce other people to new stuff too, and it's like, so much fun. So please hit us up and let us know some movies but, to watch. Um, if you are looking for something to watch this holiday <laughs> season, and you don't want to do the typical Christmas movies, like we said, there are Christmas horror movies. This is uh, Black Christmas. Uh, it is streaming on Shutter, and I'm not sure if it's streaming anywhere else, but we watched it on Shutter. Yes. Um, Again, we don't have any affiliation with them. I'm just telling people where you can stream stuff. Don't I have a, a subscription to them, and we use it a lot for yeah, our horror we, stuff. So yeah. that's why. Believe me, if they were <laughs> believe me, if they were a sponsor, I would. Um, oh, we'd be shilling the heck out of them because the I. They are actually. They like, have no. They do have a great massively selection. improved as well because like I remember like whenever they first started out, it was a bit rough. Well, but the, I just love the fact that they had like the, a horror app, and then they've the, increased. They've. Well, they have their own. They uh, have their own series now. They have their yeah. own like different like. Little they've things gone they like do. their whole like they've they've like, gone the Netflix dramatically well, this improved. Is, okay, so this is what's very interesting. So when Netflix first came out, and mm-hmm. also when Shutter first came out, the best thing I loved about that is you got a lot of like not so great horror movies but these yeah. were these were ones you could watch and just be like oh my god what am i ever gonna see like no joke like uh, you finally found it on shutter but when i first originally like rewatched this movie it was like the early stages of netflix and they had a bunch of like old horror movies um because we're gonna have to watch this movie and review it at some time but the the movie the stuff yes but yeah so i've been loving that kind of stuff but yeah it's like every kind of format if you don't have big bucks behind you and just bought fox um, you really can debut your streaming service with a bunch of stuff. Uh, <laughs> but when you have to work from the ground up and everything like that, then yeah. But yeah, Shutter is a good app. They have their own stuff. The thing I'm most happy about is they're, they finally uh, put it back on there was they have the original Creep Show, which I haven't been able to find because I have to show Anna a Creep Show. She's never yeah. seen it. And it's funny because every time I, I see Creep Show 2 and I'm all like, well, you can't watch this one without seeing the second one. Not meaning that they connect, but you have to see like, oh, they took love and care with this one and this one they really just dropped the fucking ball. Look at this garbage. Um, <laughs> okay, so I looked it up. Um, for, uh, Black Christmas, where you can stream it, or if you have a subscription, you can rent it on Apple TV. It's streaming on Peacock with ads. Uh, Fubo, if you have a subscription to them. Um, AMC with a subscription to them. Uh, Voodoo with ads. Tubi with ads. Shutter, obviously. Um, and then Redbox and Crackle, both with ads. So it is, and Pluto TV with ads. So it is actually pretty, like, out there this year, which is kind of surprising to me because, like, usually they don't, like, this is the first year that I've ever seen Black Christmas, like, streaming anywhere. Yeah, that is like, true. Like, it used to be, like, impossible to find Because I even movie. tell, I tell you all the time where I'm just all like, like, again, I'm like, I just should own the original Halloween already. 
yeah. uh, Blu-ray because I watch it every year. And you're like, well, it'll only be streaming. I'm like, no, there's always that. But then I'm like, just own. I should just own the entire. Like that's the thing. There's certain like most movies I could care less about owning, but a bunch of horror films I'd rather own just because everything's yeah. so mishmash with every one of the yeah, like they keep, and stuff like that. Yeah, and like Friday the Thirteenth keeps bouncing on and off of stuff, and then sometimes they have like three that's why of them that's why then... I regret. I wish I had the money at the time, but I would have bought that Friday the Thirteenth set because that was yeah. like the entire collection finally together in this really cool box and i think it was like on sale for like 79 dollars, and you're getting like 10 11 fucking movies with that yeah i mean yeah, i no, think you it's... got yeah you got 11 fucking movies with that because i believe they give you all the original ones and then the remake yeah it's still on amazon but i don't think it's on sale anymore no it was like even but before, yeah it was like even, it, was it was like on sale even before halloween which was like i should have bought it yeah it was like in september i think or october october is when yeah, i it was saw october it but, that anyway, but again but it, it's like but i'm glad that they finally have a collection mm-hmm. i do need to jump my ass and get out of it because i know for some strange reason it'll they only will make so many runs of it and then it's gone but i really wish they would do that with you know uh nightmare on elm street halloween but it's like all these yeah. weird licensing that's a big reason why i haven't seen like a huge a uh, oh. complete collection of like Godzilla stuff either because of all that mishmash. You know, you know what I would love to see a giant collection of. And this is a completely random poll, I'm perfectly aware, but the Leprechaun series. Like I they would do, I, I haven't I think they had I don't know if I've ever I don't seen think they have like a, I don't, a complete I don't collection. Know if, I don't know if they have like a nice box set, but I know they have probably like all of them on like one Blu-ray thing or whatnot. Because I have, but no, I, I kind of want that. But I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if the one is included on it. So they did the first one. They did the second one. The third one. The fourth one. He goes to space. Then he goes to the hood. And then he goes back to the hood, and then and then they did like a remake. But like I've never watched it. And I haven't heard anyone really talk about it. So it's one of those things where I'm like, okay, was it that bad? Because everyone still brings up, this is so funny that you actually brought up Leprechaun. Because what just, uh, I think it premiered today or dropped uh, one episode or whatnot, but the Willow series. Oh, yeah. On Disney+. Plus. And that's uh, uh, Wait, is Warwick Warwick Davis? Yeah, Warwick Davis is is the Leprechaun. Okay, so he's back for that? Yeah, he's fucking Willow. Yeah, yeah, I know. I just like. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes it's kind of weird where they have like these weird like tiffs with the actors and stuff, and so they don't always come back to play the roles. So. Well, I don't know if anyone because you know who directed Willow was Ron Howard, and oh. I think Ron Howard and him are like still good friends and stuff. Okay, like that. cool. So I don't think like there was any tip. Maybe I don't because I'm also in my headspace. I'm like because he also did have a good run with like George Lucas, and it is a George like basically the, the it's like I believe the Willow is actually like a George Lucas production. You know, I should also look for a child's play box set. Oh, I found there is one online. It actually comes oh. like it's the box that Chucky's in, and I think like you see. Oh, it, that's and awesome! I, I think it has all the films and the newest one, or it might just have. All, all like, of like the old are, run, the well, Brad Dorif runs. Yeah. Well, it has. Well, technically, minus that one, all of them are Brad Dorif or uh, not yeah. Brad Dorif. Yeah, Brad Dorif. Is it Brad Dorif? Okay, because yeah. we just said. Well, we were talking about Warwick Davis. Warwick. Da- okay, now I'm just getting confused. There we go. All no, right. Well, good. the weed is back. Anyway, so <laughs> Brad Dorif. Yeah, no, he did Chucky in one, two, three, and then they did Bride of Chucky. He came back for that. Then they did Seed of Chucky. But then there's also Cult of Chucky. Uh, Curse of Chucky, and then there's like another one, and these like I think went like to streaming, like I think they went to Netflix or something like that. But okay. but I think it's all those films, but it's still him like yeah, voicing throughout. Chucky. Yeah, Plus, the only one that he wasn't was a new one with uh, Mark Hamill doing the voice of. Chucky. Yeah, Mark Hamill did. Well, that was like their reboot with it, which was which again, so I wasn't seen it. Um, Apparently, but, did not do well. No, it did not do well. But the weird thing that I always was inkling. Well, this is the funny part. So you tell me you're doing a child's play. A new reboot of the movie. You're like, okay, we're gonna update this thing, blah blah blah, and everything that. That's fine. But then they're also at the same time they were putting together the Child's Play. Um, I don't even know if it's called Child. If it, it, the series mm-hmm. and the series is just ended its second season. Oh and yeah. Ever, okay, so first season. We still need to watch. That's that. what I'm saying. It's on. I think it's you can stream it on Peacock or Paramount or something like that. Okay. But anyways. Um, the season did great. Well, this is in my headspace. I'm like, well, how, how are you going to do this? And then ever, I haven't seen much about it. I've seen trailers and stuff of that and all this different stuff. And second season apparently just gets even like fucking crazier. But the last episode they did was like a Christmas episode. Ooh. So it's like, okay, but it's like this weird thing of like, 
interesting what's all this stuff but like the guy who played andy came back uh the girl in the second one even though they said they killed her off in the third yeah because is it doesn't like the son of the director the one who like wrote either like produced or something on the show like there's like some familial tie for well no it's the original writer Oh, it is the original. He's the original okay. writer and director of the original movie. He came and was, okay. wanted to do the show. For some and reason, I thought I saw something about like his son was involved somehow. Uh, so. Maybe his son could be the the new lead. Oh, um, because be. it is like a new group of kids. Basically, what happens? Okay, as what I I'll gathered, be perfectly honest. I don't remember much, so I could be completely taking this information out of context. All but. I'm saying <laughs> is, so that series basically, it's like a kid sees the doll at like a garage sale, buys it, then it come, you know, he comes alive, and, and then just like all this other fucking shit. Because at a certain point, I was just watching in the season again. I have no context, so I have no idea. There's multiple Chuckies at some point, and there's even this Chucky who's like Buff Chucky. Ooh. Like, his shirt gets ripped, and he has, like, packs and, like, a six. And, you're just, and I'm just sitting there going, like, okay, what the fuck is going on? But you people really... are fucking loving the show. Yeah, so we'll have to check it out. But I was just, my brain just went down a weird rabbit hole of, like, how funny would it be if, like, with the multiple Chuckies, like, they all have different voices, and then the ripped one is just Jason Momoa. Um. Well, that's the weird part. I don't know if they all have the same voices, but there is like stupid jokes there where like one of them's all like one one comes out and like doesn't have hair on and stuff like that, and like Chucky's like talking to him or something. Like these are just clips that I've seen, yeah. and he's literally just all like, "All right, grab your knives," and the one just like, "I don't have a knife." He's like, "What do you mean you don't have a fucking knife? <laughs> Everyone got a fucking like having like," and you're just yeah. like, "Oh my god, this is like this is so like I, beautifully I, done." Your name here, your name here, schmucks. Anyways, um. But, uh, yeah, 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 so we'll, we'll get back to, so... We'll definitely have to check that out and come back to y'all on what we think on, on that on, show. On, on the Chucky show. But, uh, but yeah, let's uh, let's talk about the movie. So, yeah, so we watched this week uh, the 1974 uh, Black Christmas. Um, and, like always, if you haven't seen the movie and you don't want any spoilers, we're going to give you the cue now, and we're going to say, spoiler, spoiler, spoilers, you have been warned. After you, this music is done playing, we will be talking about this movie. And enjoy I bid you welcome. I am Dracula. Listen to them. Children of the night. What music they Thank you, Teen Idols. Every time I hear that Bella Lugosi line, now that we recently watched Dracula, that just gives me chills. Like so the, his delivery is phenomenal. Children of the night. What music? What music? He's just oh my gosh, he's so just uh, love him. Anyways, um, shout what? out to my boy Bell Lugoso. <laughs> But, yeah, I don't understand. My what name my, is Bella Gosse. What the fuck? Fuck you, piece of shit. I don't understand what my obsession is with dead actors. Oh, dead old men. Yeah, because like him, that Christopher should be, Lee. That, that should just, you should just do a podcast of that. Of, yeah, him, Christopher Lee, Steve McQueen, Yul Brenner. Um, um, I'm missing some. I know. Oh, and uh, Patrick Stewart, but he's still alive. But anyways, um. Oh, and Adam make, West. Make it show man. number one. Oh, um, so sexy, but anyways, yeah, so we watched the movie uh, Black Christmas. Uh, interesting about this, this is, uh, I believe, either before, because I'm trying to remember when it came out, because it came out in 19, was it 1976 Superman came out? I think so. Okay, I could be wrong on that one. I can't remember when that, but... Uh, Margot Robbie, or Margot, not Margot Margo, Robbie. Mar- Margaret... Uh, Margot... Okay, Kidder, Margot Kidder. Well, you keep saying Margot, but why is there a T? Uh, I mean, the same thing happens with uh, Margot Robbie's name. It's M-A-R-G-O-T. So if it's Margaret, it would be M-A-R-G-A-R-E-T. 
All right. And then also uh, John Saxon, if you don't know who that is, he yeah. is actually the father in Nightmare on Elm Street. Coincidentally, playing a cop oh. in this, actually, I think he's like a detective or something because he seems higher up in the movie of Black Christmas. Yes. So apparently uh, Superman didn't come out until 78. Oh, okay. So that means, so this is the, so... So you get to see uh, Kidder at her best in this one because she is cussing, <laughs> she is smoking, and th- and that's the funny she part. She swears like a sailor, and that's coming from me. Like I've been trying to control my cursing and not say fuck as much, but I really love the word fuck. But like, yeah, she is like every other word is something inappropriate. At one point, she gives the phone number to their house as fellatio something or something yeah. like and then a bunch of numbers and the the cop had no idea what fellatio was <laughs> and it's just like it's it's a horror movie but they have these random yeah, bits of and it's comedy a, and it's a it. very just... it's a very well paced horror movie because yeah. in my headspace when i first saw this movie I remember it being like kill after kill after kill, and I remember it being like a short movie. Mm-hmm. But this movie actually goes; it just not just doesn't take place in the sorority house. It actually shows you outside uh, colleges area, uh, the police station, even even at a telephone. Like that fucking blew my mind, and yeah. me going, "That's how the telephones used to be, like actual ground line telephones." Now, don't get me wrong; I grew up with like. <laughs> a cord phone and everything like that but i've never seen like the switch station and yeah that, that was and that nuts blew my fucking mind and I, even when they were doing it because in my headspace i'm like was that technology available to trace a call yeah so it makes sense but i can see like why it wasn't like normally a thing because that would be a giant that's pain a in giant the ass pain. To do. just imagine that guy he's just running around going like which one is it and then having to yeah like fought like mess around with a bunch of different switchboards to see like where the calls actually and coming from. And it was so from. weird because it's like him running with a phone, like, hook, and then plugging it into, like, the thing to be like, is this the call? Like, and I'm like, yeah. oh, is that how they had to, like, that's so, it just, that blow, like, yeah, you like, fucking kids don't know what you Well, have. my dad actually used to work as a night operator. Really? Like, back in the day. Yeah, and they actually, like, they a lot of times had to stay on the call until the person, like, got through for, like, long distance and stuff like that. So, like, now I kind of want to ask him about it and be like, okay, like, how much did you actually have to do? But, like... Well, not even that, but that's, like, that's fascinating to me because, like, I see this... Like, that's what I'm saying. I've seen plenty of fucking movies. Yeah. I've, I know for a fact I've seen a bunch of movies. Probably over, like, a billion fucking movies at this point. <laughs> but not probably one... Probably, like, a billion. Yeah, like, probably fucking 40 billion, man. 75 billion, man. Um, anyways, um... Uh, but yeah, seeing seeing that, like I've never yeah. once seen that in a film, which is like just blo- like that's something you think you would have probably seen in an espionage film or a yeah. spy film, like not even a James Bond fucking film. But like, that. yeah, like you would think you'd see it, or even like uh, was it like the Spy Game or something like yeah. that, like something somewhere. But yeah, like this is like the first time I've ever seen it. And if there are other examples out there in film history, let us know because now yeah, I'm just going to watch the movie just for that scene. I'm curious like, now. Ooh. I'm curious, um, yeah. You know, but anyways, but yeah, so uh, so we do have some powerhouse hitters in this. Um, you basically get like, so basically what happens is you see, you never see, you only see the killer through like cracks and some of that is usually like an eye or something or whatnot. But, um, oh, really quickly. So, the other person that I saw in this that I couldn't place her at first and I finally got it was oh, she this actress was oh. in uh Andrea Martin, she was in My Big Fat Greek Wedding, she was Aunt Vula, and she was also in Only Murders in the Building as Joy. Oh, shit, she's that person? Yeah. Oh, my God, that's freaking hilarious. Okay. Yeah, so, but yeah, she's a fantastic actress, and I feel like she hasn't gotten enough work, but whenever I initially saw her, I was like, she looks like... Uh, I know, that actually blew my mind. I, I, you oh, yeah, actually, I said share. You, yeah, you blew my mind with that because you recognized somebody, but me, I was like, oh, that's, you know, Lois Lane. Oh, there's the dad from, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street, mm-hmm. and then she, yeah, you're like, oh, it's this person. I'm like, what? And you're like, my big I'm like, honestly never seen it like but and, yeah and again I, not even being in a, in a shitty way just like i just never seen that movie yeah yeah we'll have to watch it at some point because it is funny but 
Anyways, um, but yeah, so she was in it too, and she does a fantastic job. But honestly, the first time I saw her, I'm like, she looks like Cher's sister. Uh, but <laughs> um, anyways, yeah. So the movie starts out in the killer's point of view, and you just see him walk up to this like house, and you can clearly see people are inside. The lights are on. It looks like they're doing a party and stuff playing. like that. Yeah, music's playing. Guy just literally climbs up, goes into the attic, and is just like in there. And then like all you hear from this dude is like heavy breathing. Uh, you like know, muttering, muttering laughter, and and some laughter and stuff like that, and all this kind of stuff. And then out of nowhere, it's just like, and this is what blew my mind with this movie. So again, spoilers if you're whatever not. What blew my mind is like, okay, so the first kill happens. Yeah, like this girl, she's everyone thinks she's leaving to go visit her parents and stuff like that. Gets choked out, boom, and then her body is just in the attic for the rest of the movie. They keep just doing these eerie shots with her, yeah. but she dies, and then we don't see another death until like later that night like they go an entire day yeah looking for they, her they go like about 24 hours before the next uh death happens and they actually have a lot packed into those 24 hours exactly but like i like i freaking love the house mother mm. like she is fantastic. Uh, uh uh it's uh marie maria no marina uh waldman yeah uh, so her, she played uh barbara uh Mancheni? Um, it just says Mrs. Mac on. Uh, okay, I'm IMDb. I'm just reading the accuracy, but yeah, she was fantastic because she comes in, she's the house mother, she's doing her stuff, and then she's like, she's just got a but, and I, I'm trying to remember what she was drinking. Is it like cherry schnapps or something like that, or I don't know. What I it think is, it she, was like either a sherry or like rum because it was she, a dark she, color. Yeah, but she just had bottles stashed throughout this entire. Yeah. fucking sorority house. She had it's it It's like under, one in a book. Yeah, one was in a book and she had it filed under B for booze, I think. Yes. Like, and it's just, and then like another time she's like brushing her teeth and then she opens up the back part of the toilet, pulls on a rope and a bottle comes out and she just takes a swig and swishes it around in her mouth before she and basically uses it like mouth. But what I loved about that, what I loved about that, when I saw that, mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, I I've totally completely forgot about this part of the movie. But like the only time I remember someone doing that was literally The Simpsons, where Homer like Marge is mm-hmm. asking him, he has a drinking, you know, do you do you drink to relax all of a sudden? He just has a bunch of beer stashed around the house, but he literally opens up the toilet and there's like you know three cans like in there and yeah. he grabs one. You know, to keep it cold and stuff. But, like, I never once saw this, like, in a movie. So now I'm actually curious what it was because I'm sure that toilet water was pretty fucking cold. So she's drinking a, she's drinking it warm. She's drinking it ice, basically. Like, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm like, what is that thing? But, yeah, and then my favorite one was, like, she comes back from, like, the store or something like that, immediately goes to the closet, finds the bottle, but it's empty, doesn't blame it on herself. She's just like, these girls. You <laughs> yeah. Know, like, what? Well, because, like... The other thought Well, they're is, all alcoholics in this house. Oh, yeah, it's ridiculous. But the other thought is, like, it's quite possible that it could have been the girls because, like, she might just... Because if she really has that many hiding spots, she's probably tracking which ones need to be replaced and when. Exactly. So it probably was one of the girls. It well, was probably Margot Kidder's character. <laughs> yeah, so... um, But, yeah, so, like, 24 hours in full, they're looking for... Brandy, it's Brandy. Oh, it's Brandy, okay. Um... Oh, that was the other funny part. Like the one, uh, the girl who gets murdered in the beginning, her dad shows up, and mm-hmm. then the fucking house mother just wants that dick. Well, she's trying to. I don't know if she wants that dick or if she's just trying to present like, oh, I'm just a very demure, sweet woman, and then she's like trying to present like that her house is this very like wholesome thing because she probably doesn't want to get fired from her job, and then the dad is actually like worried about all the drinking and stuff, and then Margot Kidder. Uh, her character, of course, is just like, have you ever, s- did you know that turtles can fuck for 72 hours straight? And you're like, uh. <laughs> like, but anyway, it's like, so like, there's that yeah, weird, there's like, that weird. No, yeah. I, I got the impression that she's trying to fuck the, the dad. And okay. in my headspace, I was like, oh, well, maybe he's single and that's why. And then he's like, no, we got to go pick up your mother. It's like, yeah. And then I was like, oh, no, she's just trying to get dick at this point. <laughs> like, she finally goes, men, that's the problem. Men have been over the sorority. We've seen all the different dudes and some of that. There's no, like, dude for her. So finally, th- a motherfucker steps into her life and she's like, yeah, fuck me fuck me 
Um, anyway. She's like, I'm looking for my daughter who's missing. And she's like, you piece of yeah, shit. Yeah, you piece of garbage. <laughs> um, and then, uh, lo and behold. What did you say uh, to so me? So, like, 24 hours go shit. by. They're trying to find her. They actually do. There's a search party that goes out looking for her because they were like, a, like, another girl was missing. Yeah, a little um, girl was missing. And they find the, okay, this is what's fucked up. They find the little girl's, the seven-year-old's body in a playground. Yeah. I was like, that is Fucked. Fucking but dark. they don't ever show that. Yeah, they never show you the body. They don't. Show, well, I was going to say they don't show you the body. They don't show you that kill. They really don't. Like, that's the crazy thing. You literally have no emotional connection to this person other than she's a seven-year-old girl. They show you nothing yeah, about know, it. Nothing. They, like, you meet her parents briefly, but that's pretty much it. Yeah, so... Like, basically, it, but so, yet you actually do, like, attach, like, an affection to this person, even though all they're doing is just talking about it. It's kind of weird. But it's, it's kind of... Yeah, it's, it's very, very well done. It's a very well done thing. What I love about that, that means, oh, shit, that wasn't the first murder that we saw. Mm-hmm. There was a murder... Of, so, already in your headspace, you're like, okay, this... Now, now this is what triggers me you go okay obviously he killed the first girl we saw that now he killed this who else did he kill before he got to this thing because if i'm not mistaken like the playground isn't that far from the sorority house so it's like you know it's also kind of fucked up now that i think about it is there's this scene there's multiple scenes of him in the attic like dressing up the dead body and like sitting her in a rocking chair and giving her like a teddy bear or something and so i'm like okay so is he just like because going back to your question from earlier, no, the killer does not have a name. Okay. He's just known as the killer. Because okay, in the, in the, the remake, they called him Billy. Okay, like yeah. He had a name and he a backstory. He has no so name. Okay, he so has so. no backstory. We have no idea what his problem is. But I like, based on the behavior, I'm going to go ahead and guess that he's got some severe mental issues that make him like mentally... like younger than his actual age so he's probably mentally like a child probably and he like is basically murdering people and using them as like his dolls to dress them up and play with them i mean whatever reason i mean again they don't give you any reasoning for this but then it's like also like he's got this weird like sexual fixation because like the phone calls that he was making and he's like i'm gonna like stab you and your fucking cunt and you're just like geez well that's the interesting part about the phone calls the first phone call happens uh and wait. oh yeah they're like it's the breather again yeah so it's like so they've been getting these phone calls for a while for a while and then they start with the breathing and then it goes into him calling them like you know you know fuck you i'm gonna fucking rape you i'm gonna kill you you know yeah. actually that's the creepiest part he's yelling at one of them that's actually one of the best scenes in the movie uh which is has no gore no violence like that but he's like yelling at the girl and stuff like that and then after after all of it's said and done, this guy's really heated, very calmly, he just goes, I'm going to kill you. And then the, he hangs up the phone. Yeah. And you're like, holy fuck. Like, so, yeah, it's this weird cross of, like, insanity and lucidity of just, like, does he know what he's doing? Does he not know what he's doing? It's, like, and then, it's very And then I totally chilling. forgot. So, during during their first outing, I don't want to, like, go beat by beat, but I feel like this is, like, I, I should mention this because this is a big turns into a big piece of the movie mm-hmm. or whatnot but i totally forgot so one of the one of the uh girls in the house she uh was like i need to talk to my boyfriend you find out the boyfriend's like this uh a prodigy for piano playing um uh, he's at a he's playing basically he's uh going to school and living at the conservatory yeah and he has an audition the next day and honestly he's very self-absorbed well that's the weird part so <laughs> Okay, again, this is this is what's so weird about this character. So, like, he seems very self-absorbed, and then she hits him with the news of, "Hey, I'm pregnant." Yeah, and then he's immediately like, "Okay, well, we'll get married. We'll do that." Like, then he becomes like, "Wait, what? Like, you were literally like, get the fuck away from me. I need to do this." And then as soon as a child's jumped in, so I'm all like, "Is that just like this weird?" That's actually a narcissistic trait. Oh, is it? Okay. Yes, because he immediately makes a connection to her now because she's carrying her his child and that's why he reacts so strongly and so badly to the fact that she wants to have an abortion because he's like oh. basically like you're destroying me like that's his reaction no, no, of, like, no, you're no, taking that, away like i was gonna get to that yeah. i'm just talking about when she first mentions it and he's oh, like yeah. oh i we, we're gonna get married i'm and but even when he said he's like no i'll i'll stop doing what i'm doing you keep doing what you're doing we'll make this work and you're like okay but then as soon as she's like well i don't want it because i don't want kids or something like that yeah and i'm like yeah no that's a valid choice like whatever like if you're not married and didn't plan on having kids and you know i'm like, I'm not even going to talk about this because this is not the time of the place for it but yeah. it's all like to me it's all like a woman should make that decision with what she wants to do with her body a guy 
doesn't push out a baby, shut your fucking face. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I'm going to say on the matter. But yeah, then you're right. Then he gets like, like, no, you can't do this. What about me? And it's like, oh, okay, yeah. there. And then it's like weird because then he falls into, I never, I was too busy with my, my fucking piano shit. And then he becomes like, like you're thinking like, okay, is he the fucking killer? Because he just starts playing it as this fucking like weird creep dude. Like it's like yeah. him out in the bushes. He basically at- goes into full on stalker mode yeah, yeah. and like rage mode because he can't believe that she would try to like kill his baby. And like, yeah, whenever you like, I didn't, f- I'll be honest, I didn't fully make the narcissist connection until like just a couple seconds ago whenever you were like, oh yeah. And then he like immediately is like, oh, let's get married, blah, blah, blah. But the funny thing is, you know, like, and this is like way down the line and has nothing to do with the story but like you know for a fact if she had ended up keeping the baby and they got married he would have always thrown the fact that he gave up his oh, yeah, dream no, yeah. of his for her in her face like she I mean, he, what, okay, she we don't, never would have we, we don't want to we don't we don't want to mark this guy as a as a as a Suzino so oh yeah um <laughs> But yeah, it's this like, but it's like, yeah, like there was, there was literally no pleasing this dude. And then so like, but yeah, he just goes like full on nuts because he failed his audition. Um, and then he literally takes a, uh, like a, a mic stand, like those heavy, like round bottomed ones that you would like use to put a microphone on it. He takes one of those stands and smashes this gorgeous uh grand piano and i was like pissed off because i'm like you just just destroyed like thousands of dollars in like a piano and i was like really kind of irritated and honestly like even watching the movie like whenever he was doing his recital i was like is this his own piece or is he playing something because if this is his own piece it's kind of crap and if it's like an like an actual recital of someone else's music, like who wrote this? <laughs> it was, I it was very atonal, and I really didn't enjoy it that much. But anyways, that ha- but again, that has nothing to do, or that really doesn't have much to do with the plot. Um, no, like that we're ju- I, discussing, I, I think it just builds up his. Um, I think it just builds up like his, his creepy, own, yeah, like, his own narcissism kind of and his own like self-absorbed behavior and the reasoning why he becomes. But anyways, all creepy uh, and yeah. So then, basically, what ends up happening is then I believe this now is the final night for it. Um, it's like I believe because I'm trying to think if there was another night, but I think this was it because they go out. Oh yeah, in the morning. Um, uh, the, the basically the morning after like the 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 uh, house mother's getting ready to leave and she's trying to find her cat right that's before right, she yeah. leaves. Well, I thought that happened at night. And oh, then, that did happen at night. That's I'm what sorry. I was trying to remember. Yeah, that's what so I was that say. was like so that, 24 so, hours after so, the first kill. So then she first gets, kill, yeah, then the house mother gets murdered. Uh, she gets like a hook in the face, like, and it's just weird because it's like this just like industrial hook that's just hanging in the attic. Yeah, the whole attic was very bizarre. Like it had yeah, like those, it had like one of those little like it had a unicorn. It's like the little like pony ride things. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Like uh, it's almost like a rocking horse, but it's on springs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like so bizarre in the attic and you're like who owns this house well that's house? the other thing she even peeks into the attic when she's trying to get the cat and then she's like oh sometime I gotta clean this place and it's like okay so this is your shit like yeah like why do you have a creepy ass rocking horse fa- like on spring like it was very very confusing anyways yeah so then <laughs> this is like this is pretty much like I think um, the night because I think they talk to the cops and the cops are like okay well we'll try to stop this creepy caller mm-hmm. we're gonna put a tracer in your phone um, they were saying like all the phone calls were just coming to this phone so they didn't even bother with the tracer on the the other phone in the house uh, then the one guy's like, okay, I guess I'm at the fucking phone station the whole night, like checking to see when they use stuff. And then it's like, they keep getting phone calls. He'll pick up and then be like, you got to keep them on the line, though. which is so like, kind of like frustrating, but it's like, you can also just imagine like the cops just like, look, I don't want you to keep getting these phone calls, yeah. but you have to realize like you need to keep them on the line. But that's the weird well, part. Well, the other like, thing is like, how are you supposed to keep someone on the line for longer whenever they're just like well, telling the, you all this horrific stuff but this and then is the they thing, just though, hang up out of nowhere? No, like, I understand that, but none of the girls engage. There's only oh, one girl yeah, that engaged with him, and that was um, uh, Margot Kidder. Yeah, uh, she was the one that was like "fuck you" and blah blah blah, and yeah. you know, go fuck yourself, you piece of shit, blah blah blah. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, kind of thing. So, um, 
Yeah, and then she gets into like a drunken state at some point because I remember she just goes to bed. <laughs> at some point, the entire movie, she's just completely trashed, and it's but yeah, so fucking hilarious. We basically, I'll put it this way: everyone gets killed um, except for the last girl at the end. The final girl, yeah, the final <laughs> girl at the end of the movie. Like they give you that horrific. That's where if you're wondering where the line came from, where it's like the calls are coming from inside the house, and that's why I love. He tells her to get out of the house. But she locked herself in. Because they thought that the person was outside. Was outside. Which is an understandable mistake to make. But, like, yeah, then she's, like, she's trying to get out. But, okay, so I actually, that one actually had a weirdly, like, weirdly um, good reason as to why she couldn't get out the front door. Yeah. Because I noticed, like, whenever they're locking up the house, she actually reaches outside of the front door and hits, like, a button or something. So the door actually locks from the outside? Oh, she! I thought she just put the key in on the outside, and maybe that's, like, a weird way to, like, the only way you can unlock it is from... Like from the outside from again. The outside. Okay, but yeah, like I've never seen a door like that before, and it kind of confused me. And I was like, "That's kind of bizarre." Because if you think about it, if you're walking out the front door and then you lock it, you're going to be coming back through that door. Yeah. So that makes sense. But to lock yourself, basically, like yeah, she locked herself inside. Okay, I will say this about this house. So the if you cleaned up that attic, you have a crazy like good room up there. Like the mm-hmm. thing flips open, you got a window, like all this kind of stuff. So it's like okay, so they got the attic. It's also a two story house. So a three story house with the attic. Because and a basement. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Then you find out this house has a fucking basement. Which I think is actually pretty standard for uh, East Coast houses. Um, I think it's just less common on the the West Coast. Oh, yeah, just no, because, like, heat rises and all that kind of bullshit. And, anyways, like, yeah, so the ground here is very, very hard. She tries to get out of the house. <clears throat> the next thing you know, she's in the basement. Uh, then all of a sudden, the creepy boyfriend then shows up. Which, yeah. But that also triggers this where you're just like, wait, is it, is it him? Yeah. Like, that was, like, the interesting part because it's all like. Because, yeah, like, there's the one point whenever she gets the phone call and then he comes downstairs and says, oh, I was sleeping upstairs. Yeah. And, like, that was the phone call or, like, no, a couple phone calls later is whenever the caller mentions the whole thing about like the abortion like basically the abortion conversation that she and her boyfriend had just had yeah so that's why like suspicion fell on the boyfriend but it's like okay so is it him because he was upstairs whenever the phone call was being made the phone calls are coming from inside uh the house yeah so they they put all this stuff infinite on you so it's funny how they kind of throw this at you going like okay well is it him this is this why you're not showing and stuff of that oh and behold the end of the movie he goes to like she, I think he's trying to help her, but she's like not having it because she's in defense mode at this point. So she like kills him. Well, honestly, the way he approached her was very creepy. Well, that's what I mean. That's what I'm saying. So like, I think he was probably there to like try and like forcibly persuade her to keep the baby, um, which is ugh, nauseating. Anyways, um, but yeah, like so I like, but yeah, then it's like she kind of attacks him and then he's kind of bloodied up and she's in shock but the mo- ending of the movie was very bizarre and i'll let you explain it well okay so the end of the movie comes and everyone thinks like okay so the boyfriend did it we're taking him away let her get okay so this is the thing she's traumatized she's in a house with other corpses still they didn't search the whole house. Yeah, they never once searched the whole house. The cops been over there three times. Not once did they search the entire fucking house. So they leave her to rest. And in my headspace, I'm like, don't you take somebody to the hospital at this point? Yeah. Like, they focused on taking the boyfriend to the hospital because he was, like... And then even even the one girl's father, because he fainted or something yeah, like that. They like, took, yeah, they took... Oh, yeah, that's who they took to the hospital, was they, the, the girl's father, because he fainted. Yeah. But it's like, you're going to leave a sleeping vulnerable well, upstairs the in the house that all of her friends just got murdered, murdered in. Yeah, and I'm like, shouldn't this be a crime scene? The only thing they try to redeem it with is there's, like, one cop standing outside, and you're like, okay. And then I think the best way to end this movie was, like... So this mo- movie also has barely any music in it. I don't think it has its own musical score i think it's all just christmas music but it's not even like intense christmas music it's it's like like carols and like like, music that's playing on the radio yeah it's like two or three maybe four songs or whatnot then the movie ends to the cop standing outside and all you hear is the phone ringing yeah and you're like oh it wasn't the boyfriend you know kind of thing yeah oh man that was so creepy 
Well, yeah, because after the, she lays down, you actually see from the perspective of the killer again, and he's still in the attic. Yeah. And you're like, oh, shit. And then, like, that's whenever it cuts to the, the outside of the house, and then you hear the phone ringing, and the cop is just, like, standing on the the front porch, and he, like, looks behind him at the front door. And you're like, interesting. Yeah. And then it kind of like pulls back and then yeah, fades pulls out. out and credits going stuff like that. So Anna, we were uh, we saw something in the in the movie, and I was like, oh, should we use that as as its rating? <laughs> uh, we said at a certain point, uh, Kidder's uh, room, the character she plays, and she's the alcoholic, literally has a reef with like small bo- airplane bottle size like alcohol. Yeah. Like booze awesome. wreath, yeah, booth booze wreath. So uh, we're gonna do a five out of five booze wreath. Uh, that's what we usually do. But before we give you our reviews, let's talk about what everyone else gave it. So I can give you IMDb rating right now. IMDb rating is seven point one out of ten. Okay. Honestly, uh, Metascore gave it sixty five. Okay. That's kind of low. Uh, and of course, this is okay. And then Rotten Tomatoes gave it seventy-one, but eighty-seven percent like the movie. So it's definitely a audience favorite. Um, oh wow! Shutter gave it four point six. Yeah, uh, one of the reviews is brutal. It says Canadian Canadian made unpleasantness is about a psychopath stalking a college town. Bob Clark's direction is enthusiastic but sloppy. A presaging of his later porky like jeez you what was wrong with this movie seriously well that's why i don't read okay because the internet gave uh idiots uh the the power to post online anonymously so they can go oh i can say whatever i want about this movie well that was an actual movie critic that said that well that's fine too and i'm like is he though okay yeah it's the same thing how i feel about game reviews i don't take a game because i look at it okay because when you okay this is the one thing. Mark Bernardin is probably the only movie critic that I ever take anything seriously. Yes, I know he has his opinions and he doesn't like a lot of stuff, but you have to realize this guy used to have to review movies. He would have to sit there and watch a movie and you when you and it's the same thing with reviewing a game. Like most of my game reviews have been pretty positive because I actually got to play the game how I wanted to play the game. Yeah. When you have to review a video game, you have a deadline, so you don't get to enjoy the, the game you have stuff. to yeah. rush through stuff and then come up with it like oh is this good is this bad is this blah that's blah blah some of that so when you're a movie critic like an actual professional movie critic that's why I feel like you have to look at things from a different lens um, because you can't be like you can't be like well I'm a horror fan so I'm going to like this it's like I have to look at this as a non-horror fan is this going to bring me in is this yeah. going you know all this kind of stuff so I do but that's why like to me it's like if I want to play something I'm going to play it I don't care what review it got do you know how many games got really shitty reviews and I played and now are like these cult classic video games it's the same thing with movies movies bomb all the time at the box office and then there's this weird cult people that find it and go this is a fucking jam and then you realize oh yeah it was fucking good but why did it bomb and then you realize no one saw the fucking movie because it came out sandwiched between terminator 2 and like something else and you're like okay am i gonna see penis colada 49 or am i gonna fucking watch this newer uh, this sequel to arnold schwarzenegger's movie (laughs) that was a weirdly specific and yet weirdly accurate uh explanation of moody movie critics so thank you um, but anyways, but yeah, so five out of five booze reefs. I would give it a solid four out of five. I really enjoyed it. I felt like the pacing was a little bit slow, but I give it. Uh, I, but they did cover like all the ground they needed to cover. Yes, they did, and I will. And also, I was gonna say I give it some leeway because this is like an old horror movie. Like technically, if you think about it, this movie's almost fifty years old now. Oh, yeah. So, like, this movie is 48 years old. They were still kind of finding their footing with horror movies and stuff like that. And Yeah, like, especially with this, the slasher kind of Exactly, films. yeah. Like, this is basically the one of the movies that inspired, like, the, the slasher genre. So, like, you have to approach it, like you said, you have to approach it from a different lens. So, like, yeah, I would definitely give it, a, like, a solid four out of five. Um, the acting was really solid. Yeah, no, I enjoyed this movie. Um, I'm glad I was able to finally watch it in apparently its entirety because I only remembered like I was like I thought this movie was way shorter and I didn't realize there was all this other explanation to it. I just mm-hmm. thought it was just some dude living in the house and murdering people. Um, so 
Uh, yeah, so this one to me is definitely a um, a four out of five as well. Um, like I said, yeah, it's very well delivered. I think, yeah, like you said, yeah, it does have these slow parts, but I think those slow parts add to the buildup of yeah. You, because if you think about it, like at the end, like the dude like kills like three women like boom 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 then you mm-hmm. know so like it then definitely picks up and it doesn't feel like rushed either yeah like there at no point did the movie feel rushed at no point did the movie feel like it really like dragged because like even at the points where you're like okay when are we gonna get to the killing it's like oh no they're actually providing like a real explanation instead of just providing a bunch of bullshit context that's never gonna pick up plus they did have a very clever red herring in there um, which was very enjoyable too, because then you're like, well, wait a minute, am I just stupid or, <laughs> and then you're like, oh no, like that was actually like an actual like psychopath that was doing all of this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I think they did a well job done on this one and stuff like that. But yeah, so if you're looking for a Christmas movie, because it does kind of put you in that holiday spirit, but very eerie, like, which like I said, it does its job like Halloween. Like, yeah, this is definitely like a movie. If you really wanted to put on during the, the Christmas season, like this would be it, perfect. You could set it at a certain time it like goes to the season you get the snow you get all the stuff so yeah it's definitely it's definitely a, it's definitely a winter movie definitely, um, definitely winter movie definitely definitely winter um but yeah that's gonna wrap up this episode of not another b horror cast uh again like i said this uh this is uh uh hopefully we'll get more christmas movies in before the end of the year um and everything like that so we're gonna shoot for it but uh um i was just gonna say just really quickly uh again Reach out to us, notanotherbhorrorcast at gmail.com, facebook.com, backslash notanotherbhorrorcast, Twitter at notanotherbhorrorcast, same with Instagram, or sorry, Twitter is bhorrorcast, same with Instagram, bhorrorcast. Reach out to us, let us know uh, if there's any movies that scarred you, if there's any movies that you want us to review and kind of give us a, like a short explanation of like why you love this movie or you know uh, what's You know what, I'm going to put a beat on this. So we're going to do in April, we're going to do slapstick uh, horror movies. Okay. Comedy horror movies. Uh, March, because that's like spring, March is going to be our fan favorite. So if you Perfect. want to spring in the new year with us, <laughs> uh, send over the movies and we'll go through and pick what we want to watch and we'll try to do four movies. And then I don't even think like we'll like be like not like we'll talk about what other people wrote in and what they liked about those yeah. movies and hopefully we'll check them out at some time. But I think right now we'll shoot for like four movies in March and then for your. Uh, um, movies that scarred us. Yeah, the movies that scarred us. I think we can do for. Um, you want to shoot for May? Yeah, we could do May. Okay, perfect. Um, but yeah, so, so yeah, there's a timeline. You, yeah. so you have time to get your shit in. Yeah, so please, please, please write us as soon as possible so we can set up our March shows, get everything written down that we need to, and because I will probably actually be making notes on the uh, the fan movies that get sent in so so yeah, yeah reach out to us for that but that's yeah so that's gonna wrap up this episode uh, i'm steve and i'm anna and until next time carpe noctum Thank you for hanging out at the Four Eye Radio Network. For more great shows, check out FourEyeRadio.com. <laughs> and your Christmas spirits will be raised when you check out sponsors, which I think Eric puts a bumper on. If you didn't, fuck. <laughs>